We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. What were you going to say? I was going to say, we'll start with some comings and blowings and, 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 and just kind of go with it off the cuff. Oh, okay. And, uh, and then I started recording. And then you started recording. So listen, we're back. Okay, this it's been a few weeks. We're driving. We're, we're driving. We're on a three-hour road trip. Yeah. We're well, re- well I mean, a four-hour road yeah. trip. Three hours left. Yes. Um, we are heading to visit our friend and savior, C.J. and Christ, yeah. in LaSalle, which is in eastern Utah. You... Past Price. I literally didn't know you could go past Price. <laughs> you thought you'd just I thought fall the off uni- the Yeah, it was like the sidewalk at the edge You're, of the universe. You, like You've taken your shoes off. You're... Well, I, yeah. Is so that the, gross? So Should I put them back on? So that Christ can wash your feet? Oh, yes. Yeah. <gasps> By the way. Okay, oh. that's a good coming and blowing. Oh. Anyway, so we're back. There's a dog in that truck. Oh, little doggy. Okay, anyway. Um, one time my friend had a dog in their truck, and then it, when they got to their destination, the dog wasn't there. <laughs> it, like, jumped out somewhere <laughs> on the road. <laughs> Sorry, that I probably shouldn't have just thrown that at you. <laughs> Good. It was in the 80s. We didn't care about dogs then. <laughs> We didn't care about dogs in the 80s. Anyway. Well, this was a great episode. (laughs) So. (laughs) Fuck um, it. Fuck it. End it. Wait, what were we talking about? Okay, so I said something about feet. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, wait, I just want to give everyone a little update of where we've been. So, because we haven't recorded since Hinge. Wait, was COVID after Hinge? I was born in Louisiana. Um, wait, COVID? When you or a whole family had COVID. Oh, I didn't. But the kids came back from my gay ex-husband Gary's wedding for, in England with COVID. It was a super spreader event. Um, I... I can't remember. I don't. Anyway, there was COVID in there. Yeah. There was me having several, several nervy bees in there. Nervous, nervous breakdowns. A nervy bee. You mean in there, meaning in Like the why time. we haven't recorded for like two oh, or three weeks. Oh, we've, we both deleted Hinge. We both deleted Hinge. Yeah. You guys. I didn't even last a week. I, so I was pretty active on Hinge for like three or four days. And then I kind of forgot about it and didn't use it. And so in total, I was on it about two weeks, 10 days to two weeks. Okay. Not a single solitary person liked anything on my profile. Because the way Hinge works is you have photos and you have like captions or answers and you can like any of those things and then it sends the message to the person that said hey this person liked this photo this person liked your answer not a single solitary human being liked a single goddamn thing on my profile (laughs) not once i I think maybe there's no there's no i think about this like (laughs) i think we need to change the photos but like they were good photos i thought did I show you the photos? I can't remember. I don't remember. I anyway, don't think you did. I only chatted with one person. It's someone that we both know. <laughs> that you know really well and that yeah. I kind of know. Yeah. And and we did exchange numbers because I was like, hey, I'm deleting this app. Here's my number if you want to stay in touch. And he's like, great, here's mine. And I'm sure we'll never message each other oh, with those numbers. Yeah. But it both, is saved in my phone. the same. He did tell me that he hates people. <laughs> and I was like, oh. This is perfect. Maybe we're meant to be. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I can't end up with someone who also hates people. You know what I mean? 
Like, then we'll just hate people together. I know, and that's okay. We'll become bitter and old and we'll hate people. Aren't you already there? Yes. <laughs> okay, so I've got one coming for you. Oh, okay, come all over me. And I, like, literally will not be able to do any of this justice or explain it very well. But our friend of the pod, Henry B. Insum, is reading some kind of book about God, I don't know, and is talking about, or was sending me screenshots of, or screenshots, pictures of pages of this book that he was reading about God. And it was specifically about God washing the disciples' feet. And it was specifically talking about, in the context of that time, that was an erotic or sexual act. Shut the fuck and that, up. And that often in sort of those, like, Sumerian, Assyrian, you know, kind of parts of the world, that feet on gods were symbols for genitalia. Shut Were, like, the external manifestation of, like, the gods' genitalia. Stop it! Yeah, so, anyway... So like I said, I don't have anything intelligent or wise to say about this. And I'm sure Henry's going to listen and be like, good job. Thanks for the recap. But like, but yeah, just a book about how there was, there was probably some sort of erotic contents to that. Okay. This is blowing my mind. And if you think about it, like they're all in a room together. Jesus leaves the room, comes back in like a towel with a bowl of water, kneels down on the ground and like... And washes their feet. And the and the oh. other time that we see feet washing in the Bible is when Mary Magdalene washes Jesus' feet. And Mary Magdalene was a prostitute. Yeah. And she, like, uses her hair. Her hair. So sexy. Yeah. So it's like... So when you read it... When you read it in this context, you're like, oh, yeah, of course this is erotic. Like, of course that's what this was. God damn. Anyway. Okay. So... Fuck. Do you have any comings or blowings? Oh, baby. Um, well, uh... I'm on a road trip with you right now. Yes. I had a panic attack earlier today and threw up. Yep, yep. So, you sure But did. I'm fine now. I'm are, great. Are you really? I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, um, ah! Okay, it's fine. It's, it's fine, fine that that happened. Um, let's see. I don't... Nothing? No. Any shows you're liking? How's the fairy porn? Well, okay, I'm four episodes into the new Stranger Things season. It's a delight. Um, I, uh, we did a guide to leaving Mormonism where we talk about Keep Sweet, which I think we've mentioned on here yeah. when we recorded about Hinge. But then you talk about watching Mormon No More, which I Mama haven't watched no yet. Mama no and I talk about having listened to the most recent John DeLynn Mormon stories, which is the, the first Mormon stories I've ever listened to all the way through with the niece of Gordon B. Hinckley. And it was absolutely riveting, but there's the content trigger warning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so if you want to hear those, uh, become a patron. Yeah. Um, and definitely, but definitely check those three things out. Um, and do a lot more healing and processing. <laughs> hey. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. So we're in the car. Yeah. We're, we're surrounded, surrounded by beautiful red, red rocks. rocks. Oh my God. We almost said the same thing at the same time. We I, have a problem. We have a problem. Um, um, and, and we... We think... Let's not do this. <laughs> so we decided today we're going to do a top five. It's our top five 
favorite hot drinks moments. Thus far. Thus far. Yeah. And I and I will say, I just want to put a caveat out there. Uh-oh. I literally brought this topic up <laughs> four minutes ago. I quickly made some notes in my phone. You are driving a motor vehicle, so you, like, made some mental notes. And then we're like, great, let's go. Did you know they say that Spanish Fork Canyon is the most dangerous canyon oh, to yeah. drive through in the country? Oh, yeah. Lots of people die So here. this is great. So this is a good time to be doing other things while driving. If we die, it will be recorded. Right. We I'll, won't. Tr- I'll try to hurry and, like, hit publish. <laughs> Before you take your as last I, breath. As I'm bleeding out on the road, I'll be like, publish. Um... Wow. This will all be really sad if we actually do die. Well, if, well or... Or funny. That's what, we, uh, that's what we want. Listeners, just laugh. Yeah, so... Um, Delight in our death. <laughs> so, my caveat was... <laughs> okay, four seconds ago. If, if your favorite memory of hot drinks is not mentioned, or if you were a guest on hot drinks and we don't mention recording... Like, please don't take it personally. Yeah. Because there are dozens and dozens of favorite moments. These are just the five that I thought of in the 13 seconds that I took As me to write them down. we were entering the Spanish Fort Canyon and we're navigating these S-curves. Yeah. I thought of my five. Why don't they make these canyons straighter? They would be so much safer. Like straight people? Oh, Are there straight it is. people safer? No, they're, no not. they're not. They're not. No. Um, okay. There we go. Here What's we go. number one? What's your number one? My number one... <clears throat> is when we had been recording for about a year. Uh-huh. And remember that first... Eight months. Eight months we recorded four episodes. Right, and they were shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we didn't have a vision. Right. We didn't know where we were going. We didn't have a vision, but we had finally gotten to this place of momentum. Yes. And for some reason... Um, okay, we, so on, the, on an episode, I was like, so remember back when we first started and I had the all the, I, I had all the ideas and you go wait what <laughs> and I said yeah I was the one with all the ideas and you went okay <laughs> that's the first memory that was your first and, memory and sometimes I think so when I think about that there's this little tiny sprinkle of like did I hurt brother coffee's feelings oh I'm dead inside and then the rest of the ice cream sundae there, that's a metaphor, uh-huh. is, uh, no, that was hilarious that I said that. It was hilarious. <laughs> and you know what? I'm the cockroach in that ice cream sundae <laughs> that says, it's all perfect except, except for the for one... dot, 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 which is supposed to be about porn or media. Right, or, right, right, well, the right. the song's really good except for this one part where they say, and then I took off my panties right. or something like that. Well, the movie's really good, except there's two F words in it. So, speaking of porn... It won an Oscar. I saw a tweet, and I and I think the person was trying to make a joke, Uh-oh. but they weren't very funny. Oh, shit. But they were a straight man married to a straight woman, and they said... Weird. They said something like, <clears throat> I set up a like a automated thing on my phone that every time I look at porn, it sends my wife a text that says, I love you, and... And the joke was there was just a whole bunch of I love you, I love you, I love you. Okay. Um, and then a gay person retweeted it and said, imagine hiding watching porn from your spouse. I know! Like, imagine <laughs> having to, like, do that in in secret. <clears throat> I mean, now, obviously, maybe you don't want to watch porn with your spouse or your partner, Which or is... that is something you do on your own or whatever. But, like, the fact that it exists 
you shouldn't be that should not be a secret from your spouse yeah. if you right now are listening to this and you watch porn and your spouse doesn't know you got I want sexual you to have, shame I want you to have a conversation about that tonight yeah that is your homework and for report back god and damn report it back. send us a message and a Venmo payment and tell us how it went <laughs> because you should not have to feel shame about what yanks your crank right what 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 yucks your yum? No, what, that's not right. What polishes your what, hush? That, that, <laughs> that's not a thing. No, it's not. I love okay. it though. Okay, so what's your number? My one? number one. So much like you, yeah. there were those first stumbling along episodes. Yeah, so cute. I think the first top fives were like our top five favorite memories of 2018 or whatever year it was. Like I think we did some top fives about like the <coughs> year past or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we could very easily look this up, but let's not. I don't ever want to do that. But then we did a then we did a top five, and for me, this is when we found it. This okay. is when we found the magic. Okay. Top five truths that are hard to hear. I agree. That I was the magical moment. I still think about that episode all the time. <laughs> I, your body's always going to look like your that. Your body's always going to look like that is one of my truths that's hard to hear. Mine was, um, <clears throat> what's that Julia Roberts movie? Uh, Pretty Woman? No, no, the other one she won an Oscar for it. Horse Face McGee? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Aaron Brockovich. Aaron, what was one of mine? Aaron Brockovich was not a good movie. <laughs> I forgot that that was one of yours. <laughs> Um, and then another another classic. <clears throat> no one cares to hear about your dreams. Oh yeah, no, no one, one. No one. No one wants to hear your dreams. No one wants to hear your dreams. And I at first that really hurt my feelings because I thought you meant like my goals and no, my wishes. No, I just mean when you're like, Literally, okay, I had like, the craziest dream so last night. You were in my dream last night. I don't care. And you. <laughs> I still catch myself sometimes that I'll go, oh damn it, and you're good. It's fine. I stopped listening. <laughs> I. I sh- probably shouldn't admit this, but there in the past have been some gentle listeners who have sent me messages saying, I had a dream about you last night. I don't read them. And you? <laughs> I just skip right by. Because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh my God, why is that so funny? So anyway, I don't remember what my other... Well, and, and here's what, what I also <laughs> want to say. One thing that's really fun about Hot Drinks is we record the episode... And immediately, like we're little newborn fairies, the the episode is wiped from our minds. And the next day, friends of ours will text us and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that thing about the pie shop. And, and we'll be like, what, what, what pie shop? What are you talking? We have no memory of the things we said. And, and it's, it, it's even better when it's a group text because then someone will be like, I can't believe you said that thing about feet. And then the other one would be like, oh my gosh, high heels all the way. And like people in the group will be like laughing with each other. And me and you will be like, what? I don't, did you say something about high heels? Uh, I I will say, I literally have no idea what I said. Yeah. And then we'll get a quote and I got, and then I'll be like, okay, but what did I say before that? And then it might come to me. It might trigger something. Yeah. But to this day, I remember your body's always going to look like that. (laughs) And, uh, no one cares about your no dreams. No one cares about your dreams. The Do you remember one, any of your other five? Just that Aaron Brockovich was not a good movie. It's a great one. Um, <laughs> it's like stupid <laughs> enough and petty. It's like, this is a truth this that you're not going to want to hear. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich was not a good movie. Like, that's rocking someone's world. I'm going to die. We'll take a break when you start coughing. Okay, number two. Oh, you don't remember any of your other top five? Oh, no, no, okay. no. Okay. No. 
I'm going to look mine up on the break because now I'm curious. Because oh, I have right. them all saved in my phone, you know, like as notes. Because I write the notes in my and phone. And you keep them? I have every single episode we've ever recorded. Shut I have my notes. Up. I wish I'd known that. Yeah, that's why I write them in my phone instead of on a dumb piece of paper like you do. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, what's your number two? Okay. <clears throat> Let's see if I can think of it now. Oh, my number two... And after this, we'll take a break so you can refresh your memory. Yeah. Um, and drink some water. And drink some, and have a lozenge. Get a lozenge. Um, so, my number two is the christening of the, pseud- of the pseudonym Mary Jo Coco. <laughs> That's a good one. It is just given me it, so many miles of laughs. It's such, it's a joyful name. Because <laughs> she's a joyful lady. <laughs> so, you know, so she has this name. That is typically spelled with an I, but hers uses a Y. Right. And so I wonder if Mary Mary Jo Coco is spelled with like a U. Is spelled <laughs> Mary Jo Coco? No, Cuckoo? like maybe a K. Oh, Mary Jo Coco with a K. Okay, maybe that feels a little like what was that thing in like the nineties, like Coca Pele, that thing that people liked. Anyway, I don't know. No fucking idea. Um, <clears throat> do you remember the context of us naming her Mary Jo Coco? It's just because. We needed to talk about your mom because she was still asking you to pray at Thanksgiving and right, shit. Right, And I was like, okay, well, let's come up with a name. And I just, off the top of my head, because we were had already been talking about how Mormons couldn't sing coffee and a pumpkin pie. Oh, right. They changed it to cocoa and a pumpkin pie like little babies. That, like little babies that. wearing that diapers. Was or, that was the origins that was of it. Mary Jo Coco. That was it. And now when I talk to Becky with a CK, who I make jewelry for... Um, whenever uh, your mother comes up, she's also Becky with a CK. Right. Mother. Um, she refers to her as Mary Jo Coco, and it makes me so happy. That is a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, okay, my number two favorite memory of hot drinks is when one day... There it is. Out of the blue... Yeah. I was just living my life... Uh-huh. Thinking about my choices. Okay. And I got a text from Madam Bandit... And she had written us a theme song. Oh my god! And it yes! was completely out of nowhere. I mean, so, we had sort of jokingly on oh, the podcast said that she should write one. Yeah, and she but, was like, "You guys, I can't. I but don't she, write jingles." She's like, "I'm a, I'm a songwriter. I'm not like a jingle writer." And we were like, "Oh, we know. We're just teasing. Like, whatever." Yeah. I never really thought she would do it. And lo and behold. And lo and behold, she did it. And that's the beautiful theme song that you hear every week. And and what I love about it, first of all, it still makes me laugh to this day. Yeah. The part where I go, ha-ha! I love that part. <laughs> Uh-oh. The cops. Uh-oh. The po-po. It's because um, we're recording about Mormons. Oh, shit. It's the Mormon po-po. <laughs> um, but no, like, she literally... I mean, I don't have any idea what the process was, but she had to sit and listen to, like, hours to of the podcast... To find all those little sound bites and then stitch them together, like, with the music... What are the police doing? I don't know. Maybe like, they found a body. There's like 72 police cars and one. And they're looking through somebody's car. Is it a. Did you see the person? Is no, there a person apprehended? A, I don't know. Oh my God. Anyway. That was another good hot drinks moment we're right at, there. We're like an old couple that's what? like, that's like, do you see? What are they doing? Is there a body? Well, I don't know if there's a body. I can't see. But literally like, it was like. 
you and I kept texting each other it was just all this, day. Like, like, oh my god! Like, just all of a sudden, this thing popped into our life that was so so funny. And yeah. I remember we were sending it to friends of ours, and yeah. we were like, and that was when that was before Madame Mena had been a guest, and when she was still a little. Like, a little less vocal about her kind of oh, faith journey. way less. So she didn't want us to say who had written it. Yeah. And then, like, a year later, she's like, oh, are you guys still not telling people? She's like, tell, oh, I, don't I don't fucking care. care. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That anyway. Was a great one. So that was a, a fun little delightful moment where, um, where that, a little, a little bright of, a little bright, a little joyful <laughs> shot of happiness injected into my it, day. It was injected, indeed. Indeed. Okay, let's take a short break. Okay. Get some water. You yeah. can recollect your thoughts. I'll recollect them. Um, we'll be back. Don't be mad, but this is an ad. Yo, 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 yo. So when we sat down to record this and you said, I have something to start. Yeah. That's what you had. This was it. That was it. Okay. You're welcome, baby. So uh, here's the thing about this podcast. It is not free to make. <laughs> it costs a lot of money. Right. And you know what? This sound quality you hear, it's not free. Me re <laughs> me clean, reorganizing my coffee table while we record, not free. It's not free. It costs money. For us to sit here and enjoy a be an adult beverage I have to buy alcohol. those adult beverages. So we can record. Right. Yeah. So... <clears throat> but it will always be free to you, this podcast. Yes. Unless it's not because you sign up for our Patreon. And there, and there we go. Then and there, that was a great segue. Right? So it's yeah. free. It's always going to be yo, free to you. We're never going to charge this podcast yo, 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 yo. unless you want to pay for it. Right. And if you do, you go to patreon.com slash hot drinks and you get lots of extras. You pay $3, you get something. You pay $5, you get two things. You pay, what is it, 10 <laughs> $10. Ten, you, get you get three, three things. things. Twenty-five dollars, four things. Fifty dollars, six things. You get secret things. Secret things. But not a handy J. Okay, so that's the end of the ad because it's already kind of long. Yep. Okay. Bye. Okay. Hey, we're whoa, we're back. We're still in that death canyon, y'all. This this canyon sucks. It goes ass. on. Ever and ever and ever. Hey, when do we get out of it? Can we see on the map? Yeah, but I'll do that. You oh, you drive. I should, I should navigate since I'm behind yes. the wheel. Quit looking. Oh, shit. I just clicked on a message. Now it's oh, going to no, read cancel, the message. Cancel. We don't know what the message is going to say. <laughs> uh, well, this is not helping. It's not. We still um, got a ways to go. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> My number three. Okay, your number three. My number three is, well, my dad died. <gasps> that was a good memory. And the dad... <laughs> That's it. What's yours? <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> my number three. The day my dad died. Uh-huh. I was... So it was morning when he passed. Right. I had already been to the hospital, seen his body. I texted you and... CJ and Cindy Morag and CJ's husband named Christopher and um, much later in the day so late afternoon at this point I am out in my front yard with my little nephew and my brother and his wife and my mom and we're all just standing outside kind of talking and watching my little nephew Bo who is 
a perfect child. Real cute. Real cute. And <clears throat> all of a sudden you pull up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. It's uh it's my friend Josh. Oh shit, sorry. Oh. Um and, Oh no. Oh no, that's never happened before. And um I looked at my brother who knew about the podcast and I said it's brother coffee and he went oh cool <clears throat> you get out of the car and as soon as you get out of the car my mother says hi Josh hi brother coffee I'm mama twank yes and we both looked at it we both froze I don't know if you froze I froze so just to <laughs> to clarify the record Please clarify. she said that as I was leaving oh because I think when I pulled up she was on the phone with someone okay she was and, and was she like, said that as I was leaving and I was just sort of like ha and then I just got in the car and drove away. And you pulled up because you and the friends had pulled some money together. I was bringing you alcohol. A lot of alcohol. And I was also bringing you... Remember when we used to send gifts to the patrons? And oh. I had painted a bunch of vulvas and penis ornaments. Yes. I was either picking those up from you so I could yeah. paint them or yeah. I was dropping them off yes, to you. Yes, I remember because my mom saw those. Um, and I and I just want everyone to know that I had to Google the vulva because I didn't know what color to paint oh things. Oh my god, there, it's a rainbow. It, I mean, it really is. Yeah. It can be so many things. So anyway, yes, you're right. And and I went over to you. You opened your trunk and you whispered to me, "Is that your mother?" <laughs> <laughs> and yes, she did say, "Oh, bye, 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 brother Coffee. Nice to meet you. I'm Mama Twain." Yeah. And we texted each other immediately. Right. Like as soon as you were driving this away. This is when we knew for sure that she, that knew she listened. That she listened. And maybe still does. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she is does. listening to this right now. Yep. Um, well, not right now while we're recording it. Sure. We're I mean, maybe she's. It. There's a lot of stuff in this car. She could be in it for all we know. <laughs> but my favorite part of that whole thing was oh my God, is that your mom? <laughs> like who else would it be? Right, right. Um, yeah, that was that is a good one. That yeah, was a fun one. Sure. Uh, my number three is short. <clears throat> I remember zero context for it. Okay. <laughs> but I just remember you saying, "Yeah, I'm just over there raw dogging a Native American." <laughs> wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! <laughs> okay. Do you remember the context? Okay, this was like top five fantasies, sexual fantasies, I uh -huh. think, or and like top five things that would be in our porno. I think we've done both. Okay. <laughs> and this one was, my fantasy was, I was a Native American. Oh. <laughs> it's like, so it's less appropriate. It was. <laughs> no, it's a fantasy. Okay. So I'm a Native American who fell in love with uh, a white frontiersman. It's so inappropriate. And every time he. so racist. And when, every time he came home from work, he was really stressed out because life on the prairie is hard. Right. And all he wanted to do was just bury that cock deep inside of me. Just rock. So he wouldn't even say hello. He just bend me over the table. This is so problematic. And put his hand on the back of my head to keep it down on the table. Uh huh. And just raw dog the hell out of me right there in the dining room. And I want to I want to point out that his being rough with you uh -huh. in this fantasy is just because you like someone to be rough with you. Please. It has nothing to do with you being a Native American and him being a white man. Um no. <laughs> oh my God, I. I knew I shouldn't have brought this up. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, but okay. it's just such a funny line. Um, it just pops into my I'm head and it's funny. I'm a Native American. I'm being raw dogged. Okay, I think this is what it's I'm being raw dogged and I'm a Native American. <laughs> because I don't I just know. don't explain anymore. It's, oh, but maybe. Okay. It's, 
it's probably problematic. It's like a uh, dancings with dancing dancings dancing with wolves fantasy, which is also probably problematic. <laughs> it's so problematic. So racist. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry too. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I won't bring that one up again. It is a funny line, but yeah. it's 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 so problematic. It's fraught to. It's <clears throat> Okay, number four. Yeah, what is it? Oh, you're asking me. <laughs> yes. um, <clears throat> okay, uh, my number four <laughs> is we were both talking about someone we think is super fucking sexy. <laughs> and I said, an immediate boner. And you said, straight up to Jesus. <laughs> boner and you went straight up to Jesus like you like we had rehearsed it <laughs> do you remember who we were talking about no. oh god oh my god that's a good one uh, maybe someone from Game of Thrones maybe, or yeah. maybe Henry Cavill with wings could've, yeah could have been Henry Cavill could have <laughs> been Oscar your, Isaac it was in your other town home oh so that was a while ago yeah <sighs> <laughs> laughed so hard that we probably had to stop recording and take a break. <laughs> I will say that some of my best sort of blue jokes. What does blue mean? Like, like blue balls? No, you know when they say like comedians are like, what do they say? Like playing blue? Like when they're, I don't know the expression, but it means like they're kind of vulgar. Oh. Like they're vulgar set. Okay. Um, some of my best blue work is about, is involving Jesus. Like the <laughs> classic really when I talked about Jesus about well, I guess he didn't fuck the holes in his own hands, or did he? Was it him masturbating, or was it someone else <laughs> no, fucking the holes was, in his hands? Anyway, was, I don't know. <sighs> okay, and or like when I said Jesus fucked the Lord, like Jesus. that's a that's become a favorite curse of mine. <laughs> so again, some of my better work. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! And I just there was just um, yeah, it was one of those moments that can't be topped. It can't, you can't write this shit. No, you can't. You hear that, Morag, Cindy? With Straight the master's up to Jesus. Degrees? Straight up to Jesus. And you looked up, too, at the ceiling. <laughs> What's your number four? So my number four... So I try, as we record, I try to... I, li- I like to think of myself as the responsible one. You know? <laughs> I'm keeping the show moving forward. You really are. You're I'm, the power. I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm taking breaks at the appropriate time because we need breaks for some reason. <laughs> I am, um, you know, I'm trying to keep the guest on track when we've got a guest. Like, like I kind of pride myself on like, okay, I'm, and I'm also the one who. You have who, control issues. Uh, yes, I do. And I also am the one who technically is like recording the show. Yeah, you're and the like editor. Putting the brakes. Well, I don't actually edit anything. But we're just going to give you that. Right. So I feel like I'm kind of the. I, I'm kind of in charge of the of what we're doing. Right, like Charles. In charge. Oh, he's racist though, and the worst. Oh, he's that a big piece Trumpian. of shit. Yeah, let's not talk about. Oh, him. fuck that. Um, so, but. Obviously, there have been many podcasts where we have both gotten very tipsy, but where even when I'm very tipsy, I still am trying to kind of like keep control and like steer the ship. Yeah. Well, one time we recorded an episode and I don't remember the person's name because it was our, our bourbon friend. What was her character's name? Her, her fake name? God, I don't know. Anyway. We recorded an episode with a friend of ours who I met the first time that night, but you yeah. had met previously. Yeah, and she humped my leg. 
she we went on a whiskey walk. Is that what they were called? Where you, whiskey we would, walk. We would go walk around her beautiful neighborhood and drink whiskey. Uh-huh. And then we came back to their house and they and her and her husband are bourbon and whiskey aficionados. Aficionados. So they pulled out a wide variety of bourbons and whiskeys and gave us kind of a, a flight of like, you know, this one's uh. a little smoother, this one's got a little bit more bite to it. Now try this one after, like, which is like my love language. Right. Yeah. And then we went to record, and I was shit-faced to the winds of the three sheets. <laughs> the winds of the west. I was two nickels <laughs> in a cup. I was, I'm trying to think of euphemisms for being drunk. I'm just making them up. That though. was something that more I was I was, <laughs> that's true. I was a baby chicken on a treadmill, drunk. Like, I was so drunk. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I, all I remember of that night is I was kind of slumped on the couch. Her husband was kind of slumped next to me. I think he was also pretty tipsy. He yeah, had yeah. quite a few bourbons. Yeah, yeah. And then we were drinking beers at that point because we'd had enough bourbon. Uh-huh. And I remember I was feeding the beer to one of their dogs. <laughs> like I would get it on my finger and then the dog would lift, lick it off. Amazing. And then you like recorded a podcast with our friend. I did. I literally don't know a single thing you guys talk about. <laughs> I don't remember what her code name was. I have never gone back and listened to the episode. But it was a very happy memory. And here's the thing. You, guest star, and guest star's husband, all three of you, begged me not to publish it. Oh, we did? See, I don't even remember that. begged me not to publish it because all three of you were like, it's just so bad. It's just so bad. And I was like, fuck you guys. And I hit publish. And all three of you looked at me as if I had betrayed you. And that night we lost a thousand followers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. Uh, yeah, you were not in control that night at all. No, no. And I don't get that drunk that often. No, you don't. I mean, also partially because I have to drink like two full bottles of whiskey to get that drunk. <clears throat> to get that drunk. But um, That's, yeah, damn. Yeah. The times that I have seen you that drunk, you purposefully purposefully broke an empty glass bottle on your kitchen floor. I don't remember that. You just threw it on down. I think I broke it on the counter because I remember I was still holding oh, on to yeah, the yeah, back yeah. half of and it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was this, one of the scariest moments of my life. I um, didn't do it in like a threatening then, no, way, though. No, you didn't. It's not like but, I was going to beat you up with it. I just thought it was funny to break a glass you bottle. You didn't give me like a... A warning. Okay, so I'm going to do this. No, of course I didn't. And then uh, the, another time I saw you that drunk... You would scream at your pets. You would get in their faces and scream like a drill sergeant. <laughs> Not that at all. I do remember one time we got we got together to record, but then we had we just started talking and we both had like rough weeks and we just kept drinking and talking. Yeah. And we didn't record and we just got very drunk. And then you started playing your erotic audiobooks. Oh, yeah. In my kitchen. And you got on the floor. And I was like interpretive dancing. You were posturing. To, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And sticking out your ass and right. things like that. Great memories. Yeah. Okay, do you remember your number five? <sighs> oh, God. Okay, my number five. Let's see. Uh, do you want me to take a short break? No. I'll go with this one. Okay. Uh, when we had CJ on and the lights went out, 
the first time we had CJ on and the lights went out and she screamed as if in celebration and uh, pulled her dress down so her tits popped out. And that's where Tits Akimbo started. I don't remember any of this. Are you serious? I don't remember the lights going out. <clears throat> oh my God. Just for a second. She went, woo! And like pulled her front of her dress down. Tits popped out. Tits Akimbo. Tits Akimbo. And that's where Tits Akimbo started. Um, I remember when the first time we had CJ on, or maybe the second time. But anyway, she said she wanted to talk about how Mormonism was a sex cult. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the first time, right? I believe so. And I was, like, intrigued, but I was like, whoa, this is some heavy shit. Yeah, here's Like, I was like, oh, like, can we really say that? Can we really (laughs) use those words? And now I'm, like, a thousand percent Mormonism is a sex cult. (laughs) Like, I would say that to my mother at this point, you know? Yes. But at the time, it felt... Like, not that I not that I was offended, but it felt like, oh, this is pretty, like, incendiary. Like, people are going to hear right. this and be offend- be really offended. Well, guess what? All you got to do is watch Keep Sweet. All you got to do is listen to that Mormon Stories episode yeah. with Christine Barton. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, do you, do you know your number five? I do know my number five. What is it? So... This isn't a single memory, but a collection of memories. Oh, uh, it's a collection. Um, I, as as you all know, I hate people. <laughs> and I hate meeting people. Why is it so funny? And I especially hate people who like me. Oh, I was thinking about this today. I have like, things to say about it. Go well, because even, because we're going on this weekend and CJ said, oh, my friend so-and-so is really excited to meet you. And I was like, I'm not coming. Like, I don't... (laughs) When people know me and like me... Listen, I'm not in therapy, but I really think I'm starting to, like, understand myself a little bit more. It really is about, like, being seen and the vulnerability of being seen. That's why the whole story with the nipples from a couple weeks ago, like, it's about when I do something, like, because, so for sure after this weekend, I'm going to have, like, four nervous breakdowns. Yeah, I'm sure. Because when I do something that I allow myself to be vulnerable and allow people to kind of see the real me, then I immediately, like, regret it. Anyway. Yeah. Um... So, but that being said, of how much I hate people, we have truly met some of the most lovely people doing this podcast. Amen. And people that are really genuinely, truly have become like my real friends, you know? Like not just people that like, you know, we comment on each other's Instagram. I mean, obviously we have, I have, we have lots of those, but genuinely people that like I text that like we go to dinner sometimes, like that we hang out with, (laughs) like real people that are that have really become my friends and lots and lots of people that maybe we don't have that same level of relationship but people that have shared like how we've impacted their life or how you know they finally saw themselves in a certain way I remember at one of our gatherings when we did a party that I was talking to this husband and wife and she was just saying the wife was saying your podcast has been so powerful for him because he is also kind of like a shy guy and kind of sensitive and you know she's like he just never like he sees himself in you and he yeah. hasn't ever seen that before right you know? is this brother dickle uh no oh okay. someone else um <clears throat> anyway just so many lovely people so many lovely messages from people and it and it always 
strikes me as so funny when people say, like CJ has said before, you know, we've helped her on her journey or we've helped her understand her sexuality in a different way or, you know, whatever. And it always makes me laugh my head off because I'm like, I am the like, I have so much of my own sexual trauma. The idea that something I'm saying is like helping someone navigate their own sexual trauma seems seems absolutely absurd to me. But, but thanks anyway. Yeah, we've just... And also she'll say, she and others will say things like, I love it when you guys talk about parenting and, and how you raise your kids and talk yeah. to your kids. And we're both like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it truly has been a very unexpected and lovely surprise like to graveyard. like meet all <clears throat> these people. And, and I think to like give angry ex-Mormons a voice. Or give angry ex-Mormons a place where they can be angry. Because there aren't a lot of those places. And in Mormonism, we're taught to keep sweet and yeah. to not be angry. Fuck yeah, And so to give people permission to be angry <clears throat> is a beautiful thing. And so, <laughs> is a beautiful thing. And so, on the flip side of your number five, uh-huh. we have We've met, met some, horrible some of the people. shittiest... <laughs> we're kidding, we're kidding, we're kidding. As you... I dropped a peach ring. Drop a peach ring. Um... Um, I wanted to talk about your trauma and how much you hate it when people like you. Yes. I was thinking about that this very day. Okay, great. And I was thinking about how you are the most kick-ass manifester when there's a social event coming up. Right. Your basement will flood. Right. Today I had a panic attack and threw up. You'll puke. Yeah. You'll get COVID. Right. You'll get COVID. I couldn't self-sabotage you... like nobody's oh, business. Oh, yeah. And something will happen where we're like, well, you know, that thing really did happen. So he's not coming. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and I was like, I was going deep for you. I was okay. really diving deep. Good. And I was like. I love that we're all diving deep, but I will not seek the help of a professional. <laughs> about can I be real for a second should I pause it <laughs> okay maybe I'm all so no I'm real. just kidding you can be real I oh, okay I think that it's easier for you to show up in some of your more superficial relationships yeah for sure and the ones that you're more um that you're closer the people you're closer with and that really know you and vice versa yeah <clears throat> Even though it is a foregone conclusion that you are loved yes. by these people. And, yes. and we'll talk about the inner circle. CJ, Morag. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Uh, CJ's husband, Your mom. Christopher. Yeah. My, Pamela. <laughs> I, oh, God. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Who? wait. Anita. An- <laughs> Anita. Gerardo. I don't know. <laughs> Lucille. Ball. Um, anyway, um, it is... I believe it is very hard for you to allow yourself to be loved. Yes. I believe that what is happening is that is so foreign and uncomfortable for you. Yes. And yet you say you don't have any childhood trauma. No, I don't say I don't have childhood trauma. I say I didn't have a traumatic (laughs) childhood. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I guess that's different. But anyway, you... It's not just your own, like, 
difficulty loving yourself, which is obviously part right. of it. Right. But for others to love you and want to celebrate you. Right. Like, CJ and I were waiting in Level Crossing for you. We didn't know you were going to show up. Oh, that's a bar. We went to like a bar. We and went to dinner. a bar, yeah. a brewery bar. And we didn't ever get a real confirmation that you were coming. And when we both saw you <laughs> on the precipice of the establishment, uh-huh. we were so excited. And she goes, I'm so glad that you react to Josh the way I do. That is how I feel every time I see him. And I thought, and that's what he hates. It's. It really is true. Like, it really is. <clears throat> because I think a lot of... Well, thank you, first of all, for saying lovely, nice things. I you think, don't mean that. No, I really do. <laughs> I really do. Like, it, it's good for me to hear these things and practice letting them bounce around in my head. Yeah. But, like... I Well, I think I've talked about this before. But I think a lot of people assume that my quote-unquote social anxiety is about like oh I don't want to be in a crowd and I don't want to talk to people and you know blah 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 yeah that's not really it it's not like it. I'm great at a party you're amazing you know? at we're, a party. people should pay you just to yeah, go to their party I'm so funny and so fun at a party but it but it is that it's that when I when I let myself be vulnerable and let my guard down and let people really see me then I get extremely extremely uncomfortable and and for, for, there was something that happened to you very, very, very early on in your life. Oh, for sure. Where you showed up authentically. And this isn't even about being gay. No, I think it is. Well, I mean, even young, young, young. I'm thinking like toddler. No, I think, I mean, I could totally be wrong, but I think 100% this is about me always knowing that I needed to keep my true self hidden okay. and I could only show up like the me that could show up was a performance okay and, and that I could never let anyone see the real me because that would ruin that would destroy everything okay so maybe we uncovered another layer here which is when you are at a party or in a social gathering you have to put on a performance for sure yeah and there are and you just are tired yeah and that's why you manifest ways of showing up. But I will say like I'm much better at I feel like it, I manifest those things more in events like you said where I know that I'm going to have to be a little bit more vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if it was just like if you were having like a thing in your backyard and there were going to be 30 people there yeah. like I feel like that would be less stressful for me to show up to. Okay, yeah. But if it's like oh come to dinner I, you, I want you to meet these people let's you know, um, we're going to go spend time, you know, whatever. Like when it's something where I'm going to be more vulnerable, that's when I get stressed out. Okay. I mean, probably both, but yeah, no, but sure. Anyway, the underlying issue is the same. This has been a great little therapy at the end of the end of the episode. Unexpected. It's like every episode ends this way. You know, (laughs) uh, we still, we've been, we've recorded two whole podcasts and we still have two hours and 24 minutes to go Fuck. on this goddamn drive. That means we could probably squeeze in three short part more of podcast episodes. Some demi-tossy. Or a demi-toss. All right. Well, that's our pod. Um, um, if you want to hear... This has been a sode of our pod. <laughs> this has been a sode. <laughs> if you want to support us... I love how much you hate sode. If you want to support us financially, you can subscribe to be a Patreon and give us money. You can subscribe to be a patron on our Patreon. Oh, right. A patron on it's our Patreon. It's www.https.com. Uh, 
patreon.com slash hot drinks with an A. You get some bonus stuff when we do it, but but what <laughs> but it's really just a way to make to support us. Yeah. So it really does help us. It really to stay helps on us the ball. a lot. Um, There's literally a bill I pay every month that I would not be able to pay without the patron <laughs> money. Um, so if the patron money dries up, I don't know how I'm going to pay that bill. And if bill. you're thinking to yourself, well, how did you pay that bill before Patreon? Fuck you. Yeah. Just. I'll just... tell you how. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> what? Is that so funny? I'll tell you how. I didn't as he pops a peach ring. Into guys, his I mouth. love a road trip peach ring. I never eat peach rings unless <laughs> I'm in a car. All right, well, the fun part about this episode is we recorded it in a canyon, yeah. and it might all not exist. I know. It might, I know. might never upload to Anchor. And you know what? This could have been the episode that Julie from the real world listens to, but... Mm. Oh, and also, I wanted to say... I, oh, I was going to make a really funny joke. After I said all those nice things... Oh. Uh, but then we went into... We did a therapy session for me. But I was going to say all those nice things about meeting all these people. And then I was going to say, and this is the final episode of Pop Drinks. But miss, I missed the boat. Anyway, well, one day it will be the final episode of Hot Drinks. Keep Drake's. a little bookmark there. Maybe it'll be funny again in like 18 months. Okay, we'll try it again. All right, well, okay, thanks for the therapy. And we're on Instagram, Hot Drinks. Okay. Bye. Bye.